Sports Charlotte is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network. Listen to your city at queencitypodcastnetwork.com. It's been a long time since I left you without a dope podcast to step to. My name is Herb White, Editor-in-Chief at the Charlotte Post, and welcome to Sports Charlotte, the podcast about sports in Charlotte. Charlotte FC is off to a roaring start, at least at home, which is good news for the franchise, and they're not through growing yet. I had an opportunity to uh, sit down and have a conversation with Darius Barnes, who is the director of business operations, and he got a new title, and he is president of Charlotte FC's MLS Next Pro operation, which kicks off in 2023. Had a chance to talk to him about his role with that initiative, his current role with Charlotte FC, and the state of the franchise and all that's going on. Check it out. It's been a while since uh, you joined us on our uh podcast i guess it was maybe a year ago or something like that when you first arrived so uh in terms of the uh, past year obviously a lot has happened in terms of the uh, start of the mls side and now you've transitioned over from uh, business operations to a new venture uh how is that going and and how did it come about yeah, appreciate you asking. Um, you know, it's it's been it's been it's been a wild year. It's been it's been a fun fun year, challenging year. Obviously, um, getting in at the the ground level and helping Charlotte see, you know, re- really build and and grow its um, kind of grow its tentacles in the marketplace and just being another entertainment option in in the Carolinas. You know, it's been remarkable to see from when I when I joined back in April um, to where we are today. You know, a couple matches into the season and just kind of seeing the impact that we've been trying to have um, on the community. So it's definitely been a, a fantastic experience, humbling experience, um, you know, to have the opportunity to work with Charlotte FC and, you know, really just build a club from from the ground up. Um, and so uh, it's been, like I said, fantastic. And now I'm transitioning to a new role. I'll, I'll still be involved, um, obviously, with, with the first team um, and, and joining and being president of Next Pro now, which will be uh, Charlotte FC's development team that, you know, that'll enter into the MLS Next Pro League next year in, in 2023. Um, it's a league that kicked off this year that, that the league developed um, just to really enhance and, and grow the game and, you know, aid in player development um, throughout North America. So it's, um, it's a league that's kind of been much needed and one that clubs have been clamoring for. Um, just to complete that pro player pathway uh, within North America and, and, and within within MLS, um, so it's really going to be my job to kind of help build the, the business operations of that club, working closely with you know our, our academy system um, and our technical director, uh, newly named technical director Bobby Belair, um, and how that transition flows from you know our academies from U14s, U15s, U17s. 
um, and how those players develop, you know, up through the next pro team. And, you know, the goal is to make it to the first team, obviously. Um, and so, you know, we'll work closely together, um, obviously on the business operations and on the, the technical side as well, just to making sure our academy players, um, you know, are transitioning out properly, but also just find finding a place for um, talent, um, that may not be ready quite quite ready for the first team. Um, you know, this is a development platform for them to continue to hone their skills and develop their game as well. And also will be a tool for our first team players who you know aren't getting all the minutes on, you know, Saturdays and in the first team matches and maybe some players who are coming back from injury. Um, for them to play in this development league as well. So um, we're, we're excited to get it off the ground next year. Obviously, you know, still tons to figure out on our side. Um, as we're just kind of starting to to focus in this space, but it's a huge opportunity for the club. So now, help me to understand some of this because soccer has all these layers. It's like a huge onion, and you <laughs> have different layers. There's, and I guess the closest analogy I can try to come up with is baseball, where you've got mm-hmm. single A. High single A, double A, triple A, the majors. Soccer has way more layers than that. Help me to understand where Next Pro fits in that dynamic in terms of from the academy to the first team on one hand and where MLS Next Pro fits in North American soccer hierarchy. Is it a, you know, is it between uh, the uh, let's say USL uh, and its championship and MLS, or is it something totally different? Help me understand. Yeah, you know that's a great question. Um, I think the, the the best comparison for me um, would be MLS Next Pro is kind of going to be similar to what the G League is to the NBA, right? So you have every you know most NBA teams have their development le- uh, development teams in the G League. Um, you know, plus next pro is going to be the G League for, for MLS. Um, I think that's kind of the best comparison to look at it as, as opposed to baseball. I mean, there's, there's definitely still similarities there. Um, but that's more so how I look at it. You know, if you look across, um, the league, you have your, you know, FC Cincinnati, their MLS next pro team is FC Cincinnati too. Um, Portland Timbers, their next pro team is, is Timbers too. So that's probably the best way to look at it. Um, and then from there, obviously, each MLS club has their, their own academy system as well. And it, and it kind of varies in terms of the strategy, in terms of what age groups um, each club has in their academies. You know, you can go from, you know, U12 to, to U19 within the academy system. You know, the academy system is really just the, the, the elite youth development system um, um, in MLS. Um, and that's called MLS Next, the league that the academy teams play in. And so just going back over to uh, MLS Next Pro, MLS Next Pro is going to be sanctioned Division Three within the, the U.S. soccer pyramid. So at the top of that pyramid sits MLS. Um, sanctioned Division Two is the USL Championship. And so MLS Next Pro is going to be sanctioned Division Three. So um, in, in, the, in the grand scheme or pyramid of things, it'll be – um, D3 below USL championship. If that, that makes sense. Crystal clear now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, I mean, it, it does get, uh, kind of complex and convoluted. Um, uh, but as you start to lay it out, it is really quite simple. And I think that's the thing that 
um, the league has tried to do, just make that pro player pathway a little bit more digestible um, and more simple. Um, so players can really see what their pathway is to becoming a professional soccer player. And really in MLS, it's really, you know, grinding your way through a club's academy, um, hopefully making it to the next pro team um, and then to the first team. As before, like you said, it was kind of all over the places. There was different pathways. Obviously, there's still different pathways, but MLS wanted to streamline what that pathway looked like and having, you know, everything in MLS ecosystem right there and be tangible for players to really see what it takes to get to that North Star, which is making it to the first team. So what does that North Star pathway look like in terms of athletes uh, with, in terms of the staffing? When you put together a roster, ultimately, will you have a mix of guys coming up through the academy system, or will you have uh, some guys who are coming down from the first team, or guys who are coming from outside of of your ecosystem as an organization? How does that work? Yeah, I think, I think it's going to be you know all of the above is probably the easiest way to answer that question. Obviously, uh, like you said, you know the hope in the academy system is that we're developing players that are first team talents, right? And you know players develop at at different rates, um, different speeds. So you know there there may be players who are ready, you know immediately ready to hop up to the first team, where there are other players who need more development um, and need some time in, in in that development league, MLS Next Pro. Uh, to continue to to grow, uh, you know, mature as a player, mature physically as a player. Um, but there also is, you know, there's some talent that are that's out there. It could be abroad, some foreign talent. It could be talent domestically that's kind of slipped through the cracks that we're willing to give a shot, and they're not necessarily ready for the first team. And you know, it's an opportunity to bring them into our ecosystem for you know our technical staff to get more eyes on them, um, to see if we can you know coach them. Uh, you know, teach them, you know, our style and our methodologies of playing and hopefully developing them to the first team. And then, you know, as I mentioned before, you know, Next Pro is an opportunity to, you know, the players that we have within our ecosystem that may be on our first team who may be at the, the bottom of the roster and aren't getting minutes just to making sure that they're, com- they're playing competitive matches week in and week out as well so that when the time that their number's called, they're ready to hop, hop back into the first team. Will you do recruiting uh because charlotte fc has already proven that it you know, as an organization you guys are going all around the globe putting together talent for the first team will that pattern uh be used in terms of what you're putting together at next pro as well or is it more organic where you're growing more homegrown types of talent to staff this particular roster with yeah, yeah, no, most definitely we'll be out there, we'll be, we'll be scouting, you know, our, our scouts for the first team, you know, similar to, you know, player profiles that they're looking at for, for the first team, they're looking at players, um, like I said, maybe not ready for the first team that, you know, we can bring into our ecosystem to play on next pro, um, and see how they develop and if they're able to make it to the first team. But, you know, um, uh, similarly, we have, you know, recruitment that, that takes place at the academy level as well, you know, just kind of looking at our marketplace and seeing young talent um, that we can bring into our academy that we can mold and, you know, develop 
develop up and down the, the pro player pathway. So, you know, we, we do our recruitment um, at all levels, our scouting at all levels. And, you know, this is this is an important tool for, for Charlotte FC. This is going to be, um, you know, a, a great lever for us to pull on, for us to continue to, to put players into the pipeline um, and for us to get more eyes on players. And obviously that's more players for us to, to look at to see what's available for us and, you know, who we can project out to be professionals with the first team, you know, whether it's a year, two, three, four years' time. And in terms of your role as president, you mentioned that you are still on the business operations side. Uh, so what is your role in terms of the overall scheme of things? Is it more of a business role? Is it more of a uh, player development kind of thing or is it just the oversight of the development of the MLS Next Pro squad overall? Yeah, I think it's going to be the oversight of kind of MLS Next Pro all, uh, overall as it relates to the club. Just kind of building out our operating model, building out our strategy from a you know, financial and budgeting standpoint. Um, Working, like I said, with our technical director, uh, Bobby Belair, uh, on our roster build, on, you know, roster budget. Um, like I said, the, from a, from a next pro standpoint, obviously there's not going to be the, the budgets of, you know, our, of our first team. So how do we, basically, how do we maximize that? Um, obviously figuring out, you know, where we're going to play, where we're going to train, um, what's, what's this team name going to be called? How are we engaging with the community? Um, a lot of the same pillars and, uh, the same values that we hold as a club are going to flow back, you know, to our MLS Next Pro team. You know, we, we want to have that red thread throughout, throughout the club, whether it be with the academy, um, our next pro team, or our first team and making sure, you know, everyone that we're bringing into this ecosystem, uh, really aligns with those values that we hold as a club of, you know, just being progressive, ambitious and collective as a club. And, and those things won't change. So it's really kind of building the strategy out as it relates and ladders up into those pillars that we have as a club. So between your work with this startup and the startup with the first team, that's an awful lot of hats you're wearing. It is, you know, how do you manage that? Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, that's one of those things that you, um, you know, when you're, when you're building a team, everyone kind of rolls up their sleeves, um, and, and does what it takes to, to get the job done. You know, there's, you know, you may come in as one role, um, and I think a lot of people figure that out quickly here, you know, as you build a, uh, build an expansion franchise, but you have to wear a number of different hats. You have to be, um, you know, willing to, to do some of the dirty work, um, just to make sure that the team succeeds and, you know, make sure we have the impact in the community that we want to have and, you know, guard the support that we want. So, you know, it's nothing new to me to, to wear a number of different hats and, you know, really kind of, like I said, build, build from the ground up. Um, it's been fantastic experience to to work with my colleagues to to build Charlotte FC and you know, looking forward to collaborating again on, on building our second team and um, like I said just having that connectivity up and down the pipeline um, within these walls at the club. In in terms of your previous experience, you are a former Major League Soccer player. You worked in the uh, front office in New York. Uh, how do those two previous experiences? help you in what you're doing now in Charlotte? Yeah, I mean, I think those those experiences uh, have been, you know, immensely impactful for me and, you know, have definitely given me the experience that needed to take on the roles and responsibilities that I have here at Charlotte FC. You know, I think it goes without saying just being a former player and 
understanding the game, understanding what it takes to make it to this level, um, just understanding the, the ins and outs, um, understanding, you know, have, understanding a player's mindset. Um, and then obviously have, having had conversations and gone through negotiations from a contract standpoint, all those little things, um, you know, have prepared me, you know, for, for the roles I'm in now. And then, you know, just being on the commercial side at the league office, kind of similarly understanding, um, the economics and financials of the league, um, and how it relates to, to its clubs, um, it has really helped me, you know, continue, continue to climb and get to where I am now, um, here with Shaw at FC. So, you know, it's, you know, you can just continue to learn and just be an open book, you know, still learning. Um, I think this past year learned a lot just from a expansion build standpoint. Um, and I think it's going to continue to learn that that growth model, that growth pattern is going to continue to um, escalate as well as, you know, build out a second team here, um, next pro team here with Charlotte and, you know, really a new league. You know, like I said, next pro just started this year. Uh, the league is kind of building the plane and flying it up at the same time. So there's def- definitely going to be growth and uh, challenging moments from a league standpoint. Um, but if we all just kind of tap into all the resources we have and, you know, everyone pulls their weight, you know, I think this is going to be a, a incremental um, and pivotal lead that, that's going to help the growth of, of players and help the, the growth of the sport in this country, um, you know, really be fruitful in the years to come. Under the heading of if you ain't learning, you ain't growing. Uh, That's what, right. That's what, right. What is it about uh, about this experience that you've gone through and they, that you are going through that you can look at now and say, you know what? I had no idea about that. But now that I'm in this position, I've learned this. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just um, it's one of those things you, you don't know what you don't know. Um, I, like for me, it's like when I when I took the job. Um, you, you kind of think, you know, everything's going to be, you know, there's going to be bumps and challenges for sure, building an expansion club and build something new, but you don't know all the simple and, and little details that, that go into building an expansion club just from, you know, just thinking from a staffing standpoint, from a fan engagement standpoint, from, you know, just building, um, you know, traditions and rituals and then working with our supporters uh, you know, what that game day experience is like, you know, we always wanted to, to have a party, you know, but what is it, what does that mean? You know, what does that mean? What does that look like? How do we bring that to life? And just, you know, for me, I think that the best thing that I've been able to lean on, uh, from my past experience is just kind of teamwork and collaboration, just, you know, coming up through team sports, you know, for me, just learning how to collaborate and work with different people of different personalities, different nationalities, you know, diverse backgrounds. I think that's been the most helpful for me um, in this new role and just understanding how much you have to collaborate with people um, to get the job done and to get different tasks across the finish line. So I, I think, it, like I said, it's one of those things you, you don't know what you don't know, and you, you really figure it out when you work with good people and bring good people um, into the office and work with those, you know, that, that high caliber type of personnel. It's only going to make, you know, your job more more fun and, and more efficient. Now, having said all that, you're a North Carolinian. Uh, what is this experience? And I know you've probably answered this many, many times. Uh, but in terms of being from North Carolina, to watch this come up from literally from the ground up to where it is now and pushing that envelope forward with some of these new initiatives that you have, the fan engagement, the uh, MLS Next Pro, and just watching it all bloom, you know, literally coming out of the ground. Uh, talk a little bit about what that means to you 
as a North Carolinian who played soccer in this state uh, and getting to this level and, you know, comparing it to, say, oh, maybe 10, 15 years ago when you were a mere child? Yeah. No, that's a, that's a great question. Um, you know, for me, I, honestly, I, I get goosebumps thinking about it. Um, you know, when I when I take in the matches, when I, you know, when I'm, I'm, I'm working the matches, you know, these past couple, these past, you know, three, four home games we've had, um, I really get goosebumps when you just look at the crowd and look at the engagement and, and the support and just knowing we have, you know, the community support um, and what it means to people here. Um, there's so many people who have, you know, rallied and, you know, were part of getting this club here in the Carolinas. Um, and for me, it's a, it's a club for the Carolinas. This is not just a Charlotte team, but this is a club for the Carolinas. You know, and in me as a youth growing up, you know, in Raleigh, you know, never thought that I'd see an MLS franchise, you know, in the Carolinas. Um, and it just goes, shows the testament of, you know, the city and the market, just the, the historical soccer roots that it has, the, the personnel that's here, the, you know, all the youth talent, um, is here. You know, I know just having conversations when I, you know, was coming through playing at Duke and, uh, playing professionally, everyone raved about, you know, the youth talent in, in North Carolina. But, you know, didn't really see it as a market that could uh, sustain an MLS franchise. And, you know, obviously fast forward a number of years um, and just seeing how the league has grown um, and some of the markets that have been successful. Um, it, it was just it was a blueprint that, you know, Charlotte, Charlotte could be on the map and could be a city to reckon with when it comes to Major League Soccer. So. For me, it's been an unbelievable experience. It's been an invaluable experience. Um, it's one that, you know, I'm emotionally invested in. Um, you know, when I decided to come here from New York, you know, it was, it was a no-brainer for me that, you know, that opportunity and the stars aligned just to get back to be able to, to help build something in, you know, in, in, a, in my home market and a market that I was familiar with. Um, but when you have that in, in emotional investment, um, you, you, you have an emotional tie and you, you really want to, see it succeed you know for me it's if this you know if this project you know didn't launch like we wanted to you know i kind of would have taken that personal so it, i think that's the unique thing here is that i think everyone here is really emotionally invested um, whether you're from the carolinas or not they see what it means to the city they see what it means to the carolina region um and it's just it's just been, been fantastic to see it soccer is just a global sport and it's such a communal sport um, and you really sense that when you come to a Charlotte FC match and you see the supporter section bumping in, you know, everyone shoulder to shoulder, jumping up and down, um, really accepting the, whether you're the, the soccer enthusiast who, you know, watches all, all the leagues across the globe or, you know, you're, you're new to soccer, new fan who's really just being taught, you know, everyone is welcome. And, you know, that's really the, the vibe, um, and experience that we're trying to build. And as we start to, you know, make our statement and make our name in this marketplace and in this community. Is that part of the key when you talk about those those neophytes, those folks who are not necessarily familiar with players or even rules for that matter, and mm -hmm. to get them comfortable and create a culture that they can buy into? For sure. I mean, I think that's the, that's exactly the culture that we're that we're trying to build. Um, you know, MLS is you know twenty seven years young. At this point, it, it's such a new sport and, you know, where it is today as opposed to where it was, you know, when I was playing MLS, as opposed to, you know, 96 when the league, league lost, it's, it's, it's night and day. 
But, you know, the key is to, you know, be very accepting and, you know, have soccer really be for all. You know, that's a, that's a league mantra, soccer for all. Um, and so we really want, you know, we want to bring that to the local level and make sure everyone that comes to the matches, you know, they're, they're accepted and, you know, they're, they're having a good time, whether you're, you know, you're a family of four or you're a young professional, you're a millennial, you know, you're Gen Z, whatever you are, we want everyone to be able to come and enjoy the games together and really build this culture together because without our supporters, without the support of our, of the community here, you know, Charlotte FC is, is nothing. And, you know, we know that and we want to do what we can, you know, just to be another entertainment option, um, in Charlotte. Um, and in the Carolinas, um, and then that's the only way that we're going to grow. Yeah, uh, it, it's a crowded market, no doubt about that. So you have to be able to to offer up something that people can really gravitate towards. And it looks like with those with the turnout and the enthusiasm from the first few home games, you're onto something. Yeah, we've been we've been very pleased. We've been very pleased. Um, just like you said, with, with the support, just. Like I said, I mean, it make it gives me goosebumps just seeing, you know, you know, at the inaugural home match having, you know, over seventy four thousand in the building and then over the past few matches been been able to average over, you know, over thirty. It's been um the support is, you know, something that we, we you know, we we couldn't have imagined. Now, obviously something that we aimed for, um and a goal of ours, but to actually see it come to fruition has been Absolutely fantastic. Um, we just want to continue to build on that. You know, it's not anything that, you know, we take lightly or that we take for granted. We know uh, fans have choices when it comes to their entertainment options in, in the Carolinas. Um, and we're, we're definitely here to, to find our place and make sure everyone's welcome when they want to come to a Charlotte FC match. And then, you know, a next pro match next year as well. And so uh, now when you talk about Next Pro, you mentioned that you still have to work out the logistics of everything, where you're going to play, where you're going to train, all that other stuff. Uh, how far along are you in terms of determining all that? Uh, we're, we're still in the infancy phases right now. You know, right now, you know, just coming into this role, uh, you know, I want to do everything I can just to kind of wrap my head around, you know, what 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 are, what are our top priorities? Um, like I said, we're where we're going to play, where we're going to train, uh, team name, branding, um, like I said, how we build that pathway from Academy Next Pro to the first team, connectivity. Uh, so to do all that, you know, just a lot of learning, talking with, you know, a number of other clubs, um, having conversations here internally um, as well, just to make sure that when we do, when we launch it, we're launching it right, make sure we're all aligned just in terms of our, you know, the goals we're trying to accomplish, the, the objectives, um, the values that we're trying to hold. So we're in the infancy phases. Um, I'm hopeful in the next, you know, two to three months we'll have a lot more to share in terms of what the operating model looks like. Um, and we can, you know, really begin to get the market excited about Next Pro as well, just as they were with, with the first team. Outstanding. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time. And I appreciate your your input and your insight because obviously you've done it all just about in terms of of soccer here uh, from playing to front office to building out a team and uh, it's most appreciated and uh, best of success to you and uh, all the endeavors going down the road I appreciate her this is uh, this is fantastic I appreciate your time and your willingness to chat outstanding let's do it again sometime most definitely. Thanks to Darius Barnes from Charlotte FC for joining us for this edition of Sports Charlotte. Thank you for listening and downloading episodes of the podcast on Queen City Podcast Network, as well as Apple Podcasts, 
Spotify, SoundCloud, and who knows where else. Anywhere you usually hang out to get your podcasting done, we're there. And we appreciate your feedback, your support, and all the other things that go along with that, needless to say. And support the Charlotte Post. It's vitally important in an era where media is looking for that path forward to keep bringing you first-rate content. We're no different. Support us with a subscription or a donation. Go to our website, www.thecharlottepost.com and provide us with a love offering, if you know what I mean, so that we can keep bringing you quality content that means something to you. So for everybody at the Charlotte Post, my name is Herb White. Thanks for listening.